This is Ryan Watches a Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls out in the lobby yard. Watching the Grumian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 138. My name is Adam Patterson. With me today, we have Kevin Rakestraw. How you doing, Kevin? I'm doing okay. Awesome. Yes. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? <laughs> dongles. Uh, <laughs> dongles. Work, working on those dongles. Jeez. <laughs> uh, what movie did we have you watch this week? The Doom Generation. The Doom Generation. This came out in 1995. Picked this in honor of White Bird and Blizzard coming out this week. Uh, same director, Greg Araki. Ooh. I have a synopsis here. Jordan White and Amy Blue, two troubled teens, pick up an adolescent drifter, Xavier Red. Get it? Red, <laughs> white, and blue? <laughs> Together, the threesome embark on a sex and violence-filled journey through an, America, uh, through an America of psychos and quickie marts. Ryan, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Doom Generation? Well, uh, these two, the, the brothers gown and... James Duvall are in love, and uh, they meet this other third guy, and he gets in a fight and he gets stabbed, and they help him escape, and they go to Quickie Mart, where they tell the clerk they don't have money, and the clerk pulls out a shotgun, and... Points it at them, and this third guy, Xavier, kills the clerk. And the three of them decide to hide out in various hotel rooms. And as the movie goes along, people confuse Bruce McGowan for other various girls in these people's best. And when they confuse her, for instance, one guy at a fast food window confuses her for his ex-girlfriend and tells her that she broke his heart and immediately pulls a shotgun on her because, you know, they have that waiting at the window. They have a shotgun cocked and ready to go. Uh, again, the savior I kills them, and they move along, and the same thing keeps happening over and over, until at the end, they go to a warehouse, and all throughout the movie, Xavier and James Duvall are developing some sort of attraction which is very <laughs> odd when you watch it um is it just a lot of gazing well, at each other yeah no like there, there's a lot stolen of glances gazing, but there's they're very nose to nose throughout the whole movie just to expand on that a little bit i think that Xavier is into James Duvall's character of Jordan, but I think that Jordan is kind of oblivious to it at first, like because he plays kind of an idiot, and I think that honestly he doesn't even know 
what's going on. And I think that he's just kind of nonchalantly flirting back with Xavier and not, not even, even realizing it. Oh, jeez. Oh, boy. But, so yeah. this warehouse, uh, neo-Nazis break in who previously confused Rose McGowan as another woman, and they take, they beat Xavier up, and they pin the other two down. Chopped James Duval's wiener off with the... Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> Pruning shears. Oh my god. They make him eat it. Oh Jesus. And, uh Rismigan and the other the third guy Xavier escape. And they basically leave James Duval to die as they kill the neo Nazis. And they're driving away. At the uh, end of the movie, and there's nothing but silence in the movie. I believe they also, I think they also rape oh, yeah. the girl, too. Rosen Jones. On an American flag. On an American flag. Yes. Because they're, they're patriotic neo Nazis. They're patriotic neo Nazis. <laughs> I think all neo-Nazis fancied themselves as patriotic. It sounds as ridiculous as it is. I think that's kind of prerequisite. So, what did you think of the movie? Well, I see now that it's part of a trilogy, but I fucking hated it anyway. (laughs) There are a lot of dumb one-liners. I wrote, like, what? I wrote a feed down. Yes, thank uh, you. At one point, Rose McGowan says, Why don't you go passionately fuck yourself? Uh, at one point, <laughs> she says, If my lighter is missing, I will slit my wrist. Because, you know, we all get that unhappy one later should go <laughs> <laughs> It seems kind of drastic. I mean, just pick up another lighter somewhere. James Duell at one point says, I feel like a durable, smothered in Richard Gere's butthole. <laughs> I'm not really sure what that means. <laughs> uh, uh, one point they're having sex and apparently it's not happening and Rose McGowan asks James Duvall why and his response is because I don't want to get AIDS. Now, they've been dating for a few months so obviously they previously had sex. But apparently he didn't care then. You know, like cares right now. Was this because she does have sex with this the Xavier dude too? Was it after that? Uh, before and after. Well, the, the I'm uh, talking about the AIDS line because maybe that's it, why he said it. When he said it, it was before. Okay, then that doesn't make sense. But <laughs> this is the type of movie where not a whole lot makes a lot of sense. 
James DeWall says, they, they forced me the Xavier guy. He says, is it cool if I go to Just go to X. I can't really pronounce the whole thing. I'm not really sure how it's hard to say Xavier. And his response is, only if I get to call you a nut licker. Calls him uh, what now? Jism breath. Jism breath. Jism breath. And okay. And there are different points in the movie. This Xavier guy, he's like jerking off while the show of them wearing sex, and he finishes, and he licks it off of his hand. <laughs> it's uh, gross. This sounds right up your alley. No. <laughs> I mean, you you watch a lot of this kind of stuff, though. I mean, granted, we force you to watch it, but... Lots of jizz licking when Ryan watches a movie. <laughs> and a lot of wieners yeah. jizz licking. The wiener getting cut up in the shears. They can hurt me inside. Well, the worst part was that they made him eat it. <laughs> yeah, that, Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing to get your dick cut off, but to then have it be forced to eat it. Because the whole time you're being forced to eat it, you're thinking to yourself, well, they're not going to be able to sew this back on. Exactly. It's gone forever now. It's gone And throughout forever. the whole movie, Wes McGowan and James Duval talk about how they're in love. And at the end, they just leave James Duval to die. Like, you know... Wes McGowan doesn't care. He's they, just, they just straight up leave him, abandon him in the abandoned warehouse. Digging it, digging mouth. Now, I should mention that the version that you saw was the uncut version, which is not, it's either not rated or rated NC-17. There is an R-rated version that has about 10 minutes of it cut. The uh, R-rated versions, I think only like, 72 or 74 minutes long and the <laughs> unrated the regular cut is about 84 minutes long <laughs> so you got to see it in all its glory what what did you think of the amount of sex and violence in this movie the violence they were both weird <laughs> the violence like, was weird it's weird that like like when they went into the Queen Mart, this guy pulls a gun, they chop his head off, and his wife kills their kids, and then kills herself. Yeah, I, I think that she doesn't just kill them, she like disembowels them, doesn't she? Yeah. She disembowels her children. Yeah. Okay. And the sex part, it seems like there's... Not one single scene that's not awkward. <laughs> Whenever sex happens. Awkward between the actors or awkward for you? Awkward like I don't know. I don't know how to dance. Like they they say stupid things to each other all the time. Or just making more weird silence or we're like, where's the guy just fucks everyone in this movie? 
and no one seems to care. Yeah, it, well, eventually they do have a, th- a three-way also. Okay. So does this sound like a, the type of movie that you'd be interested in, Kevin? Uh, no. I'd be interested no, it's just, to... It sounds like a rip-off of Natural Born Killers. It It is Hope a lot. Teenagers. I like that movie a lot more than this. It is a lot like Natural Born Killers. It's very, it's got this kind of odd visual style to it where there's, and it's been a little while since I've seen this, but if I remember correctly, there were lots of like neon lights in it and stuff and everything had kind of a cartoony look. I don't know if I would prefer this over Natural Born Killers because I didn't like Natural Born Killers. Yeah, that's what I mean. I didn't like Natural Born Killers either, so, and then... You're I think a... I think maybe I would prefer this just because it's shorter, <laughs> and <laughs> it wins for being shorter. Yeah, <laughs> I just get through it. It's it's the same type of movie. I mean, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. It's nasty. The characters are um, di- like this disaffected youth, and I think that that's probably what the movie's about. I mean, Greg Araki is all about symbolism. Oh, and, and it's so subtle too. With and the I'm red, white, and blue. Yeah, and of course uh, the the raping on the American flag, and the fact that throughout the entire movie, like Ryan said, people keep uh, getting Rose McGowan confused with ex girlfriends for no apparent reason. Like they they swear that she's their ex, and I think that she's supposed to be representative of just. Uh, females in general or something cool it's Sound, it. sounds terrible <laughs> i don't like it and i don't understand it's very 90s I'll i tell you saw that. on <laughs> imdb i got like a 5.7 i don't understand literally the entire script is it, it sounds like fucking like B actors, like it's awful. Yeah, well, I actually just mentioned that recently. I think when we were doing our White Bird and a Blizzard review, I, I I made a mention about this movie, and I said that I had a real problem with the dialogue and the way that the characters emoted because they they sound really weird to me. And like yeah. they just like. You tell when somebody's saying a sentence, they cut different parts of what they're filming and put it all together. So I don't, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but it's I don't like it at all. They were <laughs> the characters were really apathetic, and that's just basically how the whole movie. So it, played is this out. is this like a is this a straightforward narrative, or does it jump all over the place, sort of like Natural Born Killers? Uh, well, I mean, it, it's basically a road trip movie, but but uh, you know what I mean? Do they just is it just straight ahead? You know, chronological order. I think or so. There, okay, I didn't know if they like jumped in the past or fast forward or no. like, dream sequences and stuff. No, they they don't. It's like the week they're on the run from Mick. Yeah, they uh, they don't do anything really crazy with it, like Natural Born Killers, how they did that animated sequence when they were 
Yeah, because Natural Born Killers was just everywhere, yeah. which was the biggest problem I had with her. How it, Natural Born Killers blended all those different styles and stuff. How each scene, like there was that one scene that they made like a sitcom where they mm-hmm. had the laugh track. and Yeah. My favorite scene in that whole movie, though, was the black and white scene at the diner where they kill everybody. I think it was at a diner. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Do you remember that? I don't I think, remember. I think it was I've near the beginning to, of the movie. I've tried to forget every single thing from that movie. And I'm really close. The only thing I have left is the danger field sequences. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I think the people that liked Natural Born Killers may like this movie. Uh, although, Ryan, you said you liked Natural Born Killers and you hated this. Well, I found it more tolerable. More tolerable. Like I would watch more Natural Born Killers before this. Natural Born Killers is just so long, though. Yeah, I remember that. I saw the director's cut of that movie way, way, way back, and I was just like, "This movie is never going to end." (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. Well, just based on what I've seen from White Bird and the Blizzard, I don't. I'm not really jumping. I'm gonna give you to see any of his movies. I'm gonna give you an assignment, and I'm gonna say I think you should watch Mysterious Skin. Should I? Can I? like, can I just say no? Can I do that? Mm. <laughs> I appreciate I wanna, that you're thinking about it a little I bit. I want to say no. I but appreciate that. I'd like for you, I think that you would be surprised if you saw Mysterious Skin. Because that, okay. that one is genuinely good. I'll do that. I can't promise when I'm going to get on top of that. But Okay, so something. five years from now. We'll five years from now, we'll be discussing. Five years from now, we'll be we'll be recording just the regular weekly show, and you'll be like, oh, I saw this, uh, I finally saw Mysterious Skin. <laughs> and you'll be like, oh, shit. By that time, I'll forget everything about the movie. <laughs> Pretty much already have. So, just sticking with the filmography of Greg Araki, in addition to White Bird and a Blizzard and Mysterious Skin, he also did Smiley Face, now that seems like one you'd like, Ryan. That movie was fucking stupid as shit. No, <laughs> apparently not. That, that was <laughs> you were wrong. Yeah, yeah, stoner comedy. Oh man, yes. that's right I up. I didn't like that. That's right up your alley. Ah, uh, you didn't like it. I remember I broke down. I didn't even know that Greg Araki directed that movie because it's not like to me it wasn't like any of his other movies. But doesn't isn't the whole premise of that movie that she mistakenly ingests like a whole shitload of pot and the whole movie is her being extremely high? I believe so. I haven't seen it for quite a while. But yeah, I believe so. <clears throat> so yeah, the other her eats her pots or yeah, pots. Eats her roommate's pot cupcakes. <laughs> eats her pots roommate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So he also did the the other two movies that were in this trilogy are I think totally fucked up and nowhere which I haven't seen either of those so I'm not sure where the Doom Generation stacks up to those other two. See for me just looking at this guy's filmography and seeing what most of these films have in common and how old he is. I don't like these directors right off the bat that just keep making movies about like sexual awakenings. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think fuck, that you're like 50 years old. Get, grow up. Let's think, do something else here. Yeah, I think that he could easily be compared to 
uh, Larry Clark. Well, that's the funny thing. Like a couple months ago, my wife was like, "Oh, Larry Clark has another movie out," and I said, "Oh, what is it? Teenagers and Sex?" And she reads a little bit. And she's like, "Yes, it is." I mean, it's just so predictable. It's just I'm interested the same in that. Thing. <laughs> I'm interested in that Larry Clark movie, though. <laughs> it looks good. It's the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Move I think on. With, I think with Greg Araki, he draws some influences from John Waters, too, and maybe even some Harmony Corinne in there. But his movies are always generally pretty dark and very depressing and very sexually charged. Uh that's how mysterious skin was kaboom is also like that kaboom's kind of interesting that one's i I almost gave you that one ryan that one's kind of (laughs) weird i wish you gave him uh white bird and a blizzard actually i could have since it's on vod yeah i could have had him watch that one i would like to see what ryan thinks of white bird and a blizzard i'm guessing that he wouldn't hate it probably not but I didn't Maybe. give him that one because that one, it just wouldn't spark that much of a conversation. Because not only did we already review it, but it's not its not crazy like Doom Generation. True. There's nothing about it that just crosses a line or, you know. The Doom Generation is a pretty fucked up movie. It sounds like it. A guy like the jizz off his hand twice. Oh, twice. That's fucking gross. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. Did, mm. that, did that fuck you up, Brian? You have nightmares uh, about that? I may have scored me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> it was as bad as... What the fuck is that? Short the bus? Short bus. The guy's jerked off in his own mouth. We gotta find something worse than short bus. I don't know. I, I still find Ken Park to be probably well, the most. Well, when that new uh, Larry Clark movie comes out, Ryan's watching Ken Park. Yeah, I saw that. Long Did you? I saw it. Yeah, we watched it. We all, the three of us saw it together. Did we? Yeah. Remember we yeah. got that like Russian, <laughs> like Russian <laughs> import. <laughs> Cut her off the black market. I do they didn't, they, I don't. I still to this day, I don't think they released it in the U.S. Yeah, I don't know if they did either. Probably for good reason. Probably. All right, let's go ahead and give you your drum roll, Ryan. What do you give the Doom Generation? Two. Two out of ten. Whew. Man. So mm. ha- having seen the Doom Generation, and now I take it that you haven't seen any of this guy's other movies. Or, or you saw Smiley Face, but yeah, none just, of the other ones? No, no. Now, have do you know anything about White Bird and a Blizzard? Are you interested in that one? I don't know anything about it. But if it's like this, then no. It's not. I mean, It's not there's... like this, but in its own way, it's worse, probably. Uh, what, what do you mean by worse, Kevin? Content-wise, or just the actual movie is not good? The... Or both? Hmm. <laughs> Uh, just the, the movie itself, the actual execution okay. of it. Yeah, no, it's a lot more tamer than... Well, the thing the thing about the Doom generation is that it's a... I think it's become a cult classic. You know, people still reference it and watch it to this day, whereas 10 years from now, or 15 years from now, I don't think people will be referencing and watching White Bird and Blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? 
I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Well, maybe maybe because Shane Lee Woodley gets naked in it. Maybe that that's probably the only reason. Yeah, probably. Does that does that entice you more, Ryan? Shailene Woodley gets naked in it. No, isn't she like twelve? Well, she's <laughs> <laughs> she's obviously eighteen. What? Good answer, Ryan. Good answer because both of the scenes in which she appears naked, she's, there's no need for it. Whatsoever. Well, yeah, but in those scenes, isn't she supposed to be underage in those scenes, or was it later when she was in college that they showed that? No, I think she. Well, she was still in high school. I right? think so. Yeah. So she was supposed to be underage. Yeah. Nope. It's oh, a... she. She's twenty three, or she's going to be twenty three. Wow, she looks. Her, bir- her birthday is November fifteenth. Oh boy. Oh shit. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Day oh. before my birthday. That's right. Okay, so not interested in White Bird and a Blizzard. Are Any... you sure? Sure, Brian? I'm pretty sure. I honestly, I don't think you would hate White Bird and a Blizzard. It's just a pretty straightforward it's drama. Christopher Maloney with a mustache just moping that, around. That's my joy. You like? I, I bet. Just... I bet you like Ava Green too, right? Wait, I'm not really. Who is she? <laughs> Ava Green is uh, from Sin City. She was in one of those. 300 movies i think the latest the newest 300 movie right the rise of an empire she's penny dreadful right isn't she in that? penny dreadful yeah um she's got those crazy eyes dark shadows yeah the movie i never saw that garbage <laughs> <laughs> That's the best answer I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> Correct answer. Uh, oh God! I don't know if does does Ava Green get naked in White Bird and Blizzard? I can't remember. She gets naked in everything, but no, I don't think she. I does. don't think she does in that one. She just overacts like crazy. <laughs> well, <laughs> much like her getting naked in everything. Oh. <laughs> uh, I do like her though. I, I, I kid. All right. Any final uh, thoughts, Ryan? Uh, Dude generation. It's fucking stupid. Did do you find yourself to be in the Doom generation? Because this is kind of. I guess oh, yeah. it's for people that are a little bit older than us. Uh. Because we were like eleven when this came out. I'm not even sure. Like, is this supposed to represent people? I think it's... if it is, I don't want to be like. I, I represent people. I, th- I think that it's supposed to be something of a representation of the youth of America. Uh, is this what is this what you were doing with your time back in nineteen? Blowing the heads 95? off of uh, store clerks. No, we're going to Blockbuster Video every day. Yeah, we were going to Blockbuster Video and renting bullshit like this. This is what we were doing. I'll never, every time I'd go into Blockbuster or Hollywood Video, I would see this on VHS sitting there on the shelf. And I'd be like, oh, I want to see that. But I never did until I was an adult. And I'm kind of glad that I didn't see it back then. <clears throat> also, I think one of the things that may be significant is the fact that 
everywhere they go, they're getting attacked by people, but they're never the ones that instigate it. But at the same time, they're always the ones being blamed for what happens. Mm. And I think that that has something to do with the message. The message. Yeah, yeah you get the thing too much. I don't like it. Mm-mm. All right. Well, I think that that will wrap it up. Any closing thoughts, Ryan? No. All right. There you have it. Was, I was going to say, I feel like a gerbil and raise your gears, butthole. <laughs> but I think I probably laughed. Now, when did, when did all that start? Is this movie uh, like the beginning every, of it? or Almost every quote I gave you, first 10 minutes of the movie. Oh. But I mean the whole Richard no, Gere yeah, thing. Like, I don't know. That, I don't know. Because I thought that was like a recent thing. Well, not recent, but you know, like uh, five, uh, five, must have been before. Years. That's what I wanted. Like, is this movie did it start? <laughs> just did Google it start search the... that, Kevin. Just type I mean, in Richard uh-uh. Richard Gear Gerbil uh-uh. Butthole. <laughs> no, that's not happening. I'm not. Rude. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I'm not familiar with the jewels and Richard Gear's Butthole. <laughs> Well, what was okay? So there was a rumor going around about that, wasn't there? a while back? You told me this. You you were the one that told me about this for the first time. In fact, I think we talked about it on the show way back. Because no, was I thought Family Guy did it? Oh, maybe. So wasn't there were they were doing like an Easter egg hunt or something at Richard Gere's house, and Peter couldn't find it, oh, even yeah. though it was standing I, right in front oh, of him, okay. and then a gerbil came out of Richard Gere's. Oh pants yeah, I remember back. that. Yeah. Maybe that that must have been some kind of rumor or something that went around. We got back in the early mid nineties. We got to do some investigative journalism. Find out what's up with gerbils, gerbils, and Richard Gere's butthole. Instead of Gamergate, we're gonna do extensive coverage on the Richard Gate, Richard Gear gerbil. Call it call it Gerbilgate. Hashtag Gerbilgate on something that happened like nineteen years ago. Yep. <laughs> we just got to it. Because it's just as relevant as Gamergate. People don't forget. Yep. Never All forget. Right. I think that'll wrap it up for this week. Send us your questions to podcast at filmpulse.net. We'll be sure to answer them on the show. Follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And be sure to rate us on iTunes. We appreciate that very much. For filmpulse.net, my name is Adam. And I'm Kevin. I'm uh... And we'll see you probably not on Monday. Maybe on, <laughs> maybe on, probably on Tuesday, if at all, because I will be out of town. Oh, uh, see you on Thursday. Yep, we'll be back Thursday. <laughs> yeah. See you later. Dongle. Dongle. And, um, <laughs> it'll connect the controller to that. Uh, okay. All right. Dongle. Dongle. All right. How's how's your uh, dongles working? How are those dongles treating you? Do you have your dongles updated? You'll... I don't know. Dongle man. firmware? <laughs> uh, did you install your drivers for your dongles? <laughs> Uh, uh.